Welcome to The Breakdown with INFB. We're your hosts, Garrett Kelly and Heidi Gant. Each month, we'll feature prominent leaders in the ag industry, newsmakers, and people with interesting stories to tell. Today, we're joined by Caroline Patrick, Director of Indiana Ground. Last fall, Caroline was appointed by the Indiana State Department of Agriculture as the new director of the Indiana Grown Program to lead its nearly 2,000 members. Welcome, Caroline. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Caroline, let's get started off just by talking about Indiana Grown. What is the program and what do you all do there? Sure. So Indiana Grown is our statewide initiative um, connecting consumers with products that are grown, raised, processed or packaged within Indiana. Uh, The program started in 2015 um, within the Indiana State Department of Agriculture. Okay, so you're now just a few months into the job at Indiana Grown. How's it going so far? Any big things that you've learned while being there? It's amazing. I've had the opportunity to visit uh, almost 40 members since October. So I've had a lot of farms, restaurants, and operations opened up to me uh, to be able to host me uh, to get an inside glimpse into uh, the great agricultural products that we have made within Indiana. You talked about we have you know two thousand members in Indiana grown anything grown and packaged in Indiana. What are some of the unique things? Maybe people wouldn't think this is made here mm-hmm. in the state. Sure, I think come right, come to mind. Um, there's a lot of livestock in Indiana that I wasn't aware of uh, being raised before I joined the program. I've been fortunate to be able to visit a bison farm in northern Indiana. Um, I've been fortunate to. Uh, also visit an alpaca farm um, near um, uh, Fairmont, Indiana. So really interesting to be able to get a deeper glimpse into what's being, again, raised, grown, processed, or packaged within Indiana. So I saw recently Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch announced the appointments for the Indiana Grown Initiative Commission. Mm -hmm. So I know Indiana Farm Bureau has a member on that commission, but can you talk about what that is and what those 12 individuals will provide to the ISDA? Sure, that's right. We are fortunate to have Mike Hoopengardner um, be able to participate representing Farm Bureau on the commission. So what the commission does is really gives uh, the Indiana Grown Program an insight to different aspects of Indiana agriculture. So we have members that represent um, retailers, we have members that represent farmers markets, as well as growers and producers. So really those are our, our sounding board for the program. We're going to be bouncing some ideas off of them, getting their insights on how we can improve the program, what's working well, and then how we can continue to connect consumers with members. Uh, so Indiana Farm Bureau and, and Indiana Grown have been partners since the inception of your program. Um, we have a lot of members that are farmers or ag business professionals. What can they do to get involved or even just join Indiana Grown? It's a really easy process to apply for membership. All potential uh, members need to do is go to our website and fill out the form, which allows them to create the database profile for them that customers can potentially uh, be able to locate them later once they're approved. It's like probably a 10-minute process, allows them to give a little snapshot of their business and allow to upload some photos as well. What's the website? It's uh, www.indianagrown.org. And so I saw recently, actually, um, 
this week, Purdue did a study about the impact of what being a member of Indiana Grown um, has done for their operation and their business. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. It's a study that Indiana Grown partnered with the Purdue um, University as well as Purdue Extension. And I believe we started that process in 2019. And it was a two-year grant for us um, that took a couple different directions because it happened in the middle of COVID, unfortunately. But they were able to finally re release the results for us, and we shared that within the last couple of weeks. And what that study showed is a couple of things, um, that there is a, a larger economic impact to the Indiana Grown program at events. So 97, 97 cents on every dollar stays within the community at an event, which is a, a big impact to local communities, um, as well as there's a brand recognition for the Indiana Grown logo or label. Um, I believe it was like 33% of consumers recognize that label. And it, again, it's another great initiative and incentive for members to be able to highlight their products. That's amazing. Thank you for the background on Indiana Grown and all that. But let's go back to you for a moment as the new director. So you have a kind of an interesting background as a director of food nutrition at Community Hospital East. You went to the Culinary Institute of America in New York. So how did that background kind of lead you to where you are now with Indiana Grown? It's a pretty interesting transition. I've always been a very big personal and professional advocate of sourcing local. So whenever I could, the restaurants, hotels, and food service operations that I worked in for my professional career provider to join the Indiana State Department of Agriculture, I've really tried to um, highlight those seasonal items as well as local products. It's a sort of an easy transition within the going from a kitchen to the ISDA. Um, a lot of the same background, I'm being able to walk into a kitchen and be able to kind of share the same knowledge base and, and be able to share some of my insight from a, my food service background. Um, but it's a really, it's, again, it's just kind of that really big high level um, passion for being able to provide local product um, has been a really great transition for me. Very cool. So what's been your greatest learning experience or something that may have initially went wrong that you that you learned from in your career path or or personally? Mm -hmm. hmm. I think that's interesting question. I think working previously to the ISDA, um, the a day in the life of a food service operation, it never really goes as planned, right? You have to be able to adapt and kind of change directions and be able to persevere. And so being able to overcome those roadblocks or those obstacles is really the test of whether you're successful or not in that industry. So really being able to, to see different avenues or the bigger picture of where you can make changes and adapt um, has been probably the biggest challenge that you have to uh, be able to uh, acquire within the food service industry. So Caroline, we ask all of our guests on the breakdown with INFB to kind of end by highlighting something that's happening in your organization or industry that people should be on the lookout for. So what's on the horizon for Indiana Grown in the next few months? I think for the next few months for Indiana Grown, we have a handful of fun statewide initiatives that we're working on. Um, so be able to check our website or social media. We'll be able to share a little bit more about that. Um, and then we have our Indiana Grown Member Symposium, which is going to be new for us. That's going to be taking place on, uh, in April at the Henders County Fairgrounds. So it's going to be a networking opportunity, an opportunity for members to have some education as well as some um, uh, guest speakers will be able to share their best practices within the industry to our members. That'll be cool. Right. Anything else that we didn't ask you that you feel like you want to add? 
you know, I think there's a lot of benefits to buying local that I don't necessarily think we touched on. There's a handful of not only the economic impact of buying local, but there's also um, you're supporting your local farmers. You're getting to know, uh, making connections and be able to ask important questions on how your food is being raised, how your, uh, you know, where it's coming from and what kind of best practices that farmer is using within the um, within their business, which, you know, is a very uh, amazing that you don't necessarily get to do when you're at a big box store uh, when you're purchasing from a local business. That's great. So, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Caroline. I really enjoyed the conversation and I know our members will as well. So we appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed our conversation today with Caroline, make sure to subscribe to The Breakdown with INFB and even rate and review us to let us know how we're doing. For more information, visit infb.org slash podcast. Next month, join us for a conversation with children's book author, Shannon Anderson.